When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Welcome to Hour 3, everyone. It's Ooh. Donna and Steve, minus Steve, on my talk 1071. <laughs> Everything entertainment. And sometimes the people's court. I gotta throw a flag. Flag on the field. You have you have irrational fears, and this is one of them. You have a lot of irrational even fears. Believe what you just said to me during the commercial break <laughs> or to our boss. <laughs> Basically, she just slithered out of the room. She didn't want any part of this. So Matt had like this health issue and was talking about, you know, pain stuff that the doctor prescribes. And I, our boss was here and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that stuff scares me. I never take anything. And then our boss said, you know, a lot of things scare Donna. Yeah. Like abduction. (laughs) Wind. And then Matt goes. (laughs) Wind. (laughs) Matt goes. Abduction? <laughs> Didn't you? Haven't you aged out of that? Like, who's gonna abduct you? And I was like, Oh man, I never saw the daggers in your eyes like, I'm like that. Wow. He's like, Are people abducting anyone over forty? Like, wow. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. It's not what I meant. I just did. I don't think you're the demographic. Again. <laughs> wow. Didn't you see Fargo? (laughs) Wow. I'm sorry. You don't know somebody could try and hold me me for ransom? Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to get any money. (laughs) (laughs) My family will be like, it's fine, just (laughs) keep her. (laughs) We're always disappointed when she comes home anyway, (laughs) that we don't have a room for her. Another mouth to feed. Here comes Donna. <laughs> oh, she always wants pierogies. <laughs> and I'm sick of making Donna. <laughs> AKA the freeloader is back home. I can't breathe. I'm sorry. So I didn't mean. I th- you know, I started the day saying you were beautiful. You have to have an ebb and flow to these things. So just, you know, I don't think you, you just have, can't I just, make this bleep up. <clears throat> I'm just saying, don't worry about it. <clears throat> You're wow. fine. You're going to be okay. You're fine. I think I'm abductable. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to say you're abductable, I will. <laughs> Anything to keep my filling okay, job. Okay, uh, seriously, this is a very, like... <sighs> I can't, we're, we're good. Hey, serious we just added of, five uh, years subject, to our, our life laughing. I mean, this, was, right. this was a good it's laugh. Fine. It's fine. It's okay. Nothing, we, you know... You know, I thought I was free of my list of insults with Steve gone. Listen, if I'm going to lose all the games to give you points, I got to win somewhere. 
<laughs> okay, and it's okay, going to be in the enough. other blocks. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, there you Whatever. Go. Love you. Thanks. Just when I was feeling pretty good about myself, this happens. Anyway, okay, uh, let's talk. Uh, Will Ferrell, he's got a new project in the works. He is going to be playing a dog in an upcoming movie. Hmm. Is it a cartoon? I believe it is a cartoon. Okay. We have a uh, we have a little clip. Today is going to be the best day ever. I love sunshine. I love butterflies. But more than anything, mm. I love Doug. Hey! Shut up! That's Doug, the best <laughs> owner in the world. We're playing this game called Fetch. He drops me off really far away and drives home without me. Oh, that can't be right. You are officially a stray. That would mean Doug doesn't love me. You are stray. You can do anything you want. I'm going back to Doug's. What? He needs to pay for what he did. I'm going to bite his off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so... <laughs> This is right up. This I feel, is going to be funny. Right up Will Ferrell's alley. Like I think this is. I think this is hit. This, I think it'll be great. Yeah. I, I do stand corrected. This is not an animated film. It's He's a, the voice of the real dog, and it's the people who brought us Ted. Ted the bear. Yeah. Oh, by the way, cocaine bear out this week. Uh, do we talk I, about I think, that? Right. I don't know. I what think it's it? a couple weeks. Oh uh, shoot! I. You know what it was? The premiere. The yes. Yep. Oh darn! That's that thing with the um. The twenty fourth is a release the, date. The Damn bear it. that premieres actually yeah, gets yeah. the into the cocaine and then goes like yeah, it's got the scary cover. It's super campy. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is uh, directing bear. this one. It's also uh, Ray Liotta's last film. Carrie Russell is in it. Carrie yeah. Russell. It looks really stupid, but you know people are going to see it. And uh, Elizabeth Banks is worried. She's like, this could be a career. You know, ruin my entire career. But what's the Will Ferrell dog movie called? Strays. Strays, and that yeah, because when we're starting to listen to it, I guess I just assumed it was a cartoon because you know whatever you voicing a character. Uh, yeah, but of um, it starts as the kid movie, but then you get to the line, "I'm going to bite him in the park," you know. So that was <laughs> so it's totally a Will Ferrell. You know, it's right up his alley. Totally. This is this is his brand. You know, of humor a little bit. I like. I think that. it'll be good. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Uh, I'm trying to see what movies are coming out this weekend because maybe I'll hit up the movie theater. Maybe we all will. I don't know. When was the last time you were in a theater? To see the the Whitney Houston um, oh, yeah. biopic. You know that was good, that, right? I, I did. I did. I, I did. loved it. I learned some things, and like I said, I, I really enjoyed. If you haven't seen that, uh, go see that. It's worth it if it's still out, or where you know, wait for it. To Especially pop up on if you're screen. a fan of her music. Oh, for sure, because um, it really is just like the song sewn together with the storyline. But you do learn. Um, some things along the way in the way that it is woven together. I mean, I just, sure. I liked the collective presentation, if you will. I thought that was really artfully done. And boy, the, and the music is just her, her, the actresses sit, you know, performing the singing, so but it's good. the real audio of the songs. It's just melded together just so perfectly. Yeah. It's fantastic. I really liked it. Uh, lots of stuff coming out this weekend. It's the 25th anniversary of the Titanic. Uh, 25 years? Mm-hmm. I saw that like 12 times in the theater. Did you really? Because it was, yeah, I would think it was, I was just obviously young and still in school. That might so, be something fun for so a date young. night. <laughs> but, you guys, oh, so, so young. So young. But no, I, I, we were obsessed with that growing up. And I remember I watched that, gosh, so many times in the theater. Really? I love that. I'm fascinated by the Titanic. I don't know why. 
but I just really was. You're on the other uh, sure. other side of the spectrum. Uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance. So Ooh. Titanic. <laughs> Magic Mike's Last Dance. Wow. wow, I didn't know he had another one coming out. Yes. Uh, your Place or Mine. All sorts of stuff. Things like somebody I used to know. These are all your pretty normal. Are they putting Titanic back in the theater somewhere? Correct. Oh, yes. oh my god. Yeah, like all the theaters. And that's it's about like 12 hours long, right? Three maybe pushing 3 <laughs> with James Cameron. Yeah. You're it's always going to be too long. 1111 make a wish. Mm. I got to go. Okay. Uh when we come back, I got to study. Ooh. It has to do with commuting to work. Well, that can't And be how good. it affects your health. We'll get to that when we come right back on My Talk 1071. In peace, Bert Bacharach. Walk on by. This is Dionne Warwick. Oh, so many amazing hits. So oh, yeah. sad. How, uh, how old is he? At Was the time 94. of 94. Passing, okay. 94. 94 years old. It's a nice long life. It's amazing. Uh, welcome back to the show, you guys. It's Donna and Steve. Mine is Steve. Steve's skiing. Matt Belanger is here. Hi. How's it going? We're still working to repair our relationship. A little bit. You and me. It's okay. I'll send you roses on Valentine's Day. And... Will you? No. Wow. One more work to do. It's fine. I'll take a chocolate kiss or something. Yeah. I have a study. Mike, studies have shown that <laughs> studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. You like chocolate? Like you like Valentine's chocolate Day? Chocolate is not my go-to candy. Or like your Valentine's Day? Would you rather flowers or would you rather chocolate? I like flowers. Okay, good to know. I love flowers. Good, 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 good. Thanks. Okay, study time. I love candy, too. I love it all. It doesn't have to be chocolate. I like chocolates and jelly beans and... You know you can buy yourself flowers, that song. I can buy myself flowers. Thank you. (laughs) I'll work on it. How long does it take you to get to work? Like five minutes? Eight minutes. It is is like eight to ten minutes door to door because... Well, you leave very early. It's three o'clock in the morning and they're... Is lit- there are times when I'm on Interstate 94. I'd be scared. Alone. Do you know wow. how creepy it is to go through the Lowry Hill Tunnel and you're, the, and you're the only car? Wow. That's me. Most mornings. <laughs> I have to say you are very lucky. Not just for that reason, but not for the, you know, how quickly you can get here. But 94... I've never seen people drive like crazy or... anywhere like they do on, on 94. It is. It's like people being... are like weaving and going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And there's these turns, twists and turns, and they're narrow. By and 280 over here, that stretch there listen, in particular. There was a fatal accident just a year or two ago over there yeah. where it was speed related because I don't know. People are just it's like they're in a they hurry. Get on 94 and they like downshift their brain. Do and, not do that. And during the pandemic, it was even worse because there were fewer cars. But the cars that were on the road were like, like, I can go 100. Woo! It yeah. was like the wild, wild west. Behave. 10 and 2, people. Focus. Put your phone two. down. Anyway, what, And what by is the way, if oh. you're in the left lane. <laughs> and another thing. Look behind <laughs> you every now and then because sometimes there's that car that's doing like 50 and there's 
12 cars behind you that are all tailgating one another. That's because me driving home after work. Come well, on. you need to move over then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you. Okay, so. Speaking of driving, um, commuting, what's going on? After year one of the pandemic, okay, okay, experts noticed that a lot of people working from home missed commuting. A study found it might have to do with something called liminal space basically what it means is transitional time when there's a break from work stress and life stress so you get that little bit of time to unwind Mm. yep i can see that you know we should probably not do this but sometimes when driving don't you just kind of zone out yeah, I don't mean like you're unaware no, totally. of cars and traffic, but you're just kind of like no one's screaming. I need kids, this. kids aren't screaming at you, demanding something. Your coworkers aren't asking you for stuff. You're not getting emails, and even if you are, you should not be looking at them. Right. So, like, it's literally just a little slice of you time, you and whatever you decide to play on your radio. Right, and in general, longer commutes. Give people more time to relax and detach from everything. You just have to avoid thinking about the stressful things. Yeah. Right? Um, use that time to do things like call a friend, listen to the radio. And for people who work from home, they say it might be a good idea to manu- uh, manufacture your own sort of commute, like taking a 15-minute walk before or after each workday. Hmm. How, uh, how long does it take you to get to work, Mike? Uh, 20 minutes on a good day. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Obviously, the, during the winter, a little, little longer than that. Right. You, you know what? I There's something to that. The walk part, too. The yeah, building it. it into your work day. Also, I, the, the I, vitamin D, you know. Well, yeah, getting outside. But, you know, we down in the newsroom, it's a kind of windowless room. It is. You know, and you're, I mean, we're very focused on what we're doing. But um, breaking away from that in the middle of the day is really important. And um, a colleague actually, uh, for a while, when we were on the same shift, we would take a, a midday walk. Oh, which that's was good. So at just 10 minutes or whatever, 15 minutes tops. Just like, like down the street Just and down back. and around the back and around the thing and then around the corner back in. And, and it just, it was amazing how... Like, let's just say you're having a day, you know, and you get like that email or whatever and you're or you're stressing about a project that you're working on or you or when I when I was reporting more often, I would instead of anchoring, if I was stuck on a script and I had the time. Um, just saying a line to wrap it all up or that the just the thing to say and I couldn't get it. Um, if you just take a walk and come back to it. Boom, there it is. And so I, I do agree that that time does something magical in your brain i agree whatever it is i, I, don't have, know. I have questions about your job <laughs> really are you writing the news now yeah i mean now because you gotta remember i have i had a, a different job before so you were a reporter right so there are two things you do right so you have reporters and you have anchor folks reporters are experts on one chunk of the newscast like they go out into the world and cover what is happening. And let's just say uh, they're you're covering doing the research you're and doing you're it. doing the research. You're talking to the people you're doing the interviews. You're putting it all together. You're writing it together in a way that presents it. And that minute and a half or two minutes is your baby each day. And you, like, that's why the anchor person says, and Donna Valentine is here with more on the study. Donna. And then two to three to six seconds later, 
I'll come in because there's always a delay. Oh, stop it. And then I but, hate that but, that's been normalized. But you're the I know it's because of the way that the technology has evolved. Anywho, um, that's not why you called. Mm-mm. The the reporter becomes the expert on one subject, but not the other stories of the day. And sometimes when I was reporting, I was so close to my one story. I was I had like no idea what else had happened that day in the news. Because you're just I'm focused very on it. I'm on it. I'm on deadline and I'm all over it. The anchor role is totally different. You have to have command and know what's going on with everything in, you're like the, in the whole hour. You're you know? like steering the ship. Yeah, and and know at least a little bit and sometimes a little bit more if it's going to be a huge developing story of the day about all the stories. But then when it comes to the nuance of it, you throw to the reporter, here's Donna, with the specifics. But you you know the anchor needs to know why that story is important each day. Does that okay. make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's an interesting. Uh, but anyway, taking a walk helps. I have more, I have more questions. Good. All right. Enjoy your commute to work tomorrow. Um, <laughs> my question is. I'll call you. It's about three three fifteen. When you are, <laughs> oh god, I can't even imagine. Hello. When they go to you, let's just say you're a reporter. Yeah. And now let's go to Matt Belanger on the scene. And they come to you, mm-hmm. and you're like, uh, "Thanks, Carl. Here I Oops, am." Carl. The, I don't know. Um, so you start what doing channel anything. are you watching? Do you just memorize <laughs> your minute or do you have cards with there you? There are to help? two schools of thought about that. Um, some young starting out uh, folks will write down word for word exactly what they're going to say because they want to make sure all the facts are in there and that it's right. The more you do it, the more you wing it. Uh, and because you're better at it. And this, that's not you're winging it like, uh, you know, you're doing you're shortchanging the product. Well, you, you just want to get the facts can, right. Well, right. So most veteran reporters will work off bullet points got it and uh the and reporters live in the field do not have a teleprompter or or cue cards or anything like that that you might think there's i mean they they are talking to you there's two people they know what they're saying because they know that subject and then they'll have bullet points to remind them of oh i want to touch on this fact this fact and this fact but gluing it all together you just make up as you go you ad lib your way through those right like just conversationally exactly okay final question for matt belanger from five eyewitness news who is filling in for steve patterson who is not somewhere skiing on a mountain somewhere all right so have you seen the movie broadcast news yes when the lady runs into the water fountain in the beginning she's running the tapes Yes. Right in the very first segment. That's Joan and, Cusack, yes. And she run boom, right into the water fountain. <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a good, good news movie. Yeah. All right. I mean, there's You've some, never there's seen some, it. Holly Hunter, she's great. There's relevant things in there William as to Hurt. the real business. And Got same it. thing with the morning show. There's, you know. Right. But that's the network and Got whatever. It. Thanks for sharing that insider information. Thank you for asking. Uh, Mike's going to take a break and Rocco's going to join us with something we'll find out together. <laughs> for my buddies over at the Canopy Group, you know what they're doing today? I can tell you. Saving people money. You want to save some money without lifting a finger? Great. It's really easy. Okay, you have to just technically lift a finger just like to go to thecanopygroup.com. Click, get a quote, and then boom, we're done. They'll connect with you. They will talk with you about what your insurance needs are. What kind of cars do we have? Uh, is there property? Do you have a home? Do you have a cabin? All that kind of stuff. And then what they do is they have a team of 40 specialists who work hard to get savings for you. How do they do it? They have 16 different insurance companies that they've partnered with for years, developed relationships with. That's important because when it's claim time, right, time to put up or shut up, they go to bat for you, right? I mean, and they say, look, take good care of these people. 
And uh, what, what you'll find is you have companies coming back to you, some big companies, maybe some others you've never heard of before, saying, hey, we can give them this coverage at this price. And you're going to look and say, wow, that coverage is better than what I have now. And we're saving money. Tis true. Can be done. TheCanopyGroup.com. We are back. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We're playing that song from Christopher Cross because it was written by the late hmm. Bert Bacharach, who passed away at the age of 93. Four. Mm. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. <laughs> you, Mike. Do you know You're what? So we call Mike not. the Zamboni. Why? Because he smooths everything out? Yes. Yeah. He's yes. Just... He just fixes everything. He's like, oh, this is a little not <laughs> lumpy and not right. And it'll come oh, that, back hence and... the Z. Yes, the big Z. The big Z. I love it. That is cool. And it's accurate. Got to have anyway. nice, smooth ice ready to go yep. for the next show. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey, I have an update on TJ Holmes. Oh. And Amy Robach that we had heard earlier that she had walked away with a better uh, package yeah. settlement mm-hmm. uh, walking papers than he did. Now the headline in the uh, in uh, the New York Post, page six, T.J. Holmes distraught over being portrayed as a predator. So clearly he's not happy about the way his extramarital affairs have affected his reputation um yeah he's under Mm. a lot of distress completely distraught he has a daughter he says he hates that he's been painted as a predator kind of all over the place though because didn't you just also share with us that you know the paparazzi spotted him buying some jewelry and things i mean looking looking happy there so i don't i mean it's kind of an up and down all over the place situation well i think he was buying a birthday gift okay and he and Amy Robach have just basically been seemingly having a great time. Um, but he's been putting on a brave face is what he's saying. You would never suspect anything was going on, but we're told it's actually getting to him. Um, on Tuesday, there was a piece that was published about the rampant culture of sex at ABC News, which included an account of another of his alleged conquests. Mm. Uh, among some of his subordinates, you know, I feel like you've got to wonder if some of what he's thinking about is like this is def- this will be the defining thing of him for a very long time, if not you know forever, right? Like everyone's going to hear his name and be like, if twenty years from now, mm-hmm. T.J. Holmes. Isn't that the guy that was blah, 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 and ABC and there was that big scandal. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to follow you forever. Like, this is like your Matt Lauer. Def- right. This is now synonymous with him, his name. And that's very huge to process through. Yeah, there was a um, the cut published a piece and it was um, there was a woman whom the magazine assigned a pseudonym for Sasha was the pseudonym. Okay. And I guess page six ran a story that previously reported that this woman and Holmes would have sex in his office when she was a low level associate producer working the overnight. And she told the cut that she didn't even think about the power dynamics at the time because of the alleged lewd culture that was happening at the network. And she is one of numerous women who was allegedly hooking up with him um, on the job. 
uh, Amy Robach was reportedly also best friends with a woman whom he, with whom he had a three-year affair. Wow, man. I wonder what the 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 sit out period is here. I wonder I wonder how long that they are going to sit out of the public oh, eye until yeah, they pop too. up again. Like I that's the one question I'm I I find myself wondering is when when is Amy Robach just someday going to pop up on another network or on a, and in some other public job, you yeah. know? And I just wondered what I wonder how long that wait waiting period is. I, I, do, and I don't know it's that it's year? defined, you know what I mean? Like I think they're going to have to figure that out. I mean, she's there are probably folks out there who would be willing to hire her. Yeah. Well, he's going to start looking for new jobs and well, Thor says hopefully he'll yeah. be okay. Um I think she's going to end up better than he will. I mean, I think you could you, you could arguably say that she's the bigger name, you know, of, yes. right, just just career-wise. Uh, honestly, you know, I didn't even know who he was. Celebrity status-wise, but until this story um, broke. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, this is going to be the one that we follow for a long time. I mean, I think we're yep. going to always be bringing updates uh, to this mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, Matt. I'm getting hungry. Here, let's do I'm it. I'm down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's rock and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. So we're gonna call Brian. Hey, Brian. Oh wow, you Hi. answered the phone. Hey, oh, buddy. Hi, yeah, good job. It's National <laughs> Pizza Day, Brian. Hi. Hey. Hi. It's Maddie B. Oh, oh god. <laughs> so glad I answered. Oh yeah. <laughs> Steve's off today. Sorry, you're stuck with Mr. Happy. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, pizza soup today, right? Yeah. No. No, we got French onion, my man. Ooh. Mm. Is I've there, never had that before. Is there like a glob of cheese on top? I mean, well, you do it yourself. Yep. I got some. Oh, oh, you glob your own cheese. You glob your own cheese. Nice. Wow. Doesn't sound very appetizing. No, no, but that's... Glob your own cheese. I'll I know what it my is. own cheese. I don't care. I'll take... I'll take <laughs> All right. Great. Any glob I can get, man. I love cheese. Me too. Yeah. yeah. How about a crouton? Is there a crouton in there? A piece oh, of bread? Yeah. You, it's French onion. You know, it comes with it. You're good. <laughs> I love right. how we're questioning your culinary abilities No, here. we uh, never question it. I sounds know. delicious. Listen, I love their food, so whatever. It's, it's great. We, You're doing a great job. Keep up the great you, work. I got a really good burger today, too. So Turkey they burger, were, right? Mediterranean, Mediterranean turkey burger with the tzatziki yes. and cucumbers oh, and garlic potato wedges. Oh. oh, so good. Oh, my God. I'm coming down right now. I'll be right there. <laughs> right. He's literally right, bye, trying Brian. to leave bye. right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. That's his bit. He's always oh, trying to get, so rush good. us off the phone. He'll mm-hmm. be like, you know... I got a job. Got People are waiting in line, and I'm like, you know, Shelly's I'm on the phone. The... <laughs> totally, I, you know. I love him so much. They are so they are so fun, and you know, we're there very very early in the morning before they get there. But then they come in, and it's it's just they're just a great bunch. It's his bit. It's the cranky guy bit. Oh, totally, you know? he's totally. Like, he's like, like one of the nicest guys ever. Oh, but he's, he's the best. He's always like, "What are you doing, Belanger?" You know. Why yeah. are you so happy? And then when Steve walks in, they all hide. They're like, Shh, Patterson's here. They duck. Well, I mean, I do that. I mean, doesn't everyone do that? They're just like, oh, geez, this guy just wants to shoot the breeze. Don't make eye contact. He'll talk about trees. Totally. Anyway. Anyway. I'm going to Nothing against off. trees. No, trees are great. They are great. Please. Listen, you know what else is great? You are great. Stop it. And, and. And um, yeah, and the and, and Mike, but oh, thank you, Donna Mike's great, and Rocco, and great producer, and Holly, and anyway, thank you for having me again. I'll be back tomorrow. Will you? Yeah. All right. Are you gonna bring flowers or no? 
You can buy your own flowers. I can buy my own flowers. Miley Thank you, that. and I will. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. Colleen, the adventures. Or, or not Colleen. Bradley. I know. See, I know. I said to my tongue. See, I was just I trying to get it right because every day we're getting it wrong, and that's Bradley's so making faces in the window, and I just I said the wrong name. Don Brad, and come Bradley. On in. Bradley and Don. Come on. I just hey I just said I looked at you and. Oh. You have pizza. It's National Pizza Day. Oh, thank you. You shouldn't have. You're welcome. I don't know that he did. <laughs> I don't think he did either. And Dawn has an apple. That's right. so awesome. All right, guys. He's healthy. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the calls, the emails. We love you. The tweets, yada, yada. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Yes. Coming up next on My Talk 1071. Have a great day. Bye. It is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide because my mom, who I'm glad is still around in her mid-70s, she decided to go and do a pre-pay, pre-plan thing at Crescent Tide. So when uh, it is her time, my sister and I don't have to stress about it. We don't even have to pay for it. And we don't have to worry about, like, what what did she want? Did she want this? Did she want that? Nope. She wants a simple cremation, and that's why she went in and talked to Lisa. It's a small family-run business here in St. Paul. It's not a stuffy funeral home situation. Uh, Lisa and her husband Verlin used to be in the funeral business, and then they decided, you know what, let's just uh, give the people what they want, and that's usually just a simple, affordable cremation. They start at just $800. You can add on things like visitations and fancy urns and all that stuff, but they will walk you through the process there. Uh, It's not just the prepaying and pre-planning. Check out their Google reviews, crescenttide.com.